1: Welcome back into the Bruce Hooley Show. Hey, are you getting married next year or do you know someone who is? And are you looking for an incredible venue, uh, one that's affordable, one that gives you a team of people who can help you pull off the vision that you have for your day in your mind? You need to go to thelegacyonpossumrun.com. When you go there, you'll see the beautifully unique space. There, there are three spaces actually that comprise the entire venue. And you'll understand as soon as you see the pictures why this is the venue that Ohioans are buzzing about. And when you're there, you can check the calendar to see if your special day is available. You can also check pricing. It is simple. It's not hidden. And there are no hidden fees. So it's, it's really straightforward. And you'll find out it's, it's one of the most affordable venues in Ohio. And then there's uh, also the supply closet. Make sure you check that out. Those are the things that you can rent for free when you book the venue, stuff that will save you hundreds of dollars uh, for your special day. So go to thelegacyonpossumrun.com, thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. So before we went to break, we were talking about the press and how – the The truth doesn't always get told and how that, that uh, advantages the power monster that's fed by demagogues who create situations and fear that trigger you to move off your desire for individual liberty. And you get triggered because willful members of the press give you one-sided reports or they villainize those who oppose the demagogues and the power monster narrative. And uh, they give no context sometimes or truth to history, which is a shame. We'll talk about no context in a minute. And see, that's the shame because the government is made up of of three branches, right? There's the legislature. That's the group that makes laws. Federally, we call them Congress. And then there's the judiciary that interprets the laws and corrects situations that are unlawful. We We call those the courts. And the executive branch, and their job is to execute on the laws, on the books, and the legal precedent of the courts through an administration. We call this the president and the presidential administration. But there's this uh, – what's supposed to be a fourth estate. That's the group of people who are supposed to investigate and report on what the lawmakers, judges, and executives are doing with the power and money that they've been given by you and me and Millions of voters in the state of Ohio and around the country. What happens if that fourth estate believes that the power monster and the government control is better than personal liberties and people making decisions for and fending for themselves? We talked about this yesterday. This is the problem that we face. We have teachers in our education institutions who have been taught by professors at universities where they've been consuming the poison progressive blue pill for a long time. And that's what they're doling out on a daily basis in every subject matter that they teach. And it's why when you look out across the landscape and you see these otherwise improbable protests by pro-Palestinian groups, and by the way, I linked them yesterday for you to the Black Lives Matter group and showed you how they're all funded by this uh, Marxist web but uh, of, of, of billionaires and, and special interests. But uh, you look at it, the landscape and, and you go, how are our colleges and universities the place where people are saying from the river to the sea, which, by the way, if you're not smart enough, that means genocide. They're promoting the genocide of Jewish people. Not long after, never again. Right. The Holocaust. That was that was the world mantra. Never again. But here we are. And how did we get there? Because institutions have been passing out the poison progressive blue pills for a long time. And so now you have people who go to J school or maybe they don't go to J school. Maybe they do something else, J school, journalism school. And they get fed the blue pills. And and so they're kind of part of this, I don't know, ever-growing, ever-evolving system that takes more of your power and more of your money and tells you to sit down and shut up and decides for you during COVID who is essential and who's not essential and how close you can stand to your fellow man and whether you need to mask or whether you need to put an experimental uh, drug in your body through a jab or whether you can celebrate Thanksgiving with family or whether you need to be by yourself and so on and so on and so on. That's how we got there. And so it would be a little bit silly, wouldn't it, to think that the news that we're fed every day – isn't laced with the same blue poison pills with the idea that government control and the intelligentsia, the experts know better than you, particularly if you're a MAGA, particularly if you're a Republican, particularly if you're a Christian or a nationalist, you are dumb. I mean, that's what they've been telling you for decades, right? Fly over, fly over country. You're dumb. You all milk cows, you eat corn and you're just stupid. So um, does it skew the things that, That these outlets report? And the answer is yes. I mean, you know that. That's why the the level of no trust in the press is higher than it's ever been. But we think that that tends to be CNN and MSNBC. Certainly it's not these, you know, state publications that cover local and statewide news. Remember I told you one of the ways that they skirt responsibility is by giving no context to what they report? Um, Well, let me let me point to you a report that was released yesterday by the Ohio Capital Journal, which is a Columbus, Ohio news outlet who uh, now has a proxy in the TV business at News Five in Cleveland. Now, the report in question was written by Morgan Trow, uh, the same writer who wrote some reports leading up to the November Issue One election that told one-sided tales about what the proposed amendment was what it included and what it didn't include. But yesterday's report is is headlined, Some Ohio GOP lawmakers attempting to undermine democratic process after voters protect abortion. Um, so first of all, there's there's so much uh, there's so much wrong with with that headline. But when you read it, the headline would have you believe that lawmakers are trying to push back against Issue one passage, and they're trying to ban abortion again. Now, to be clear, the headline doesn't state that. But if you go out on Twitter and you go out on Facebook and you look at the progressive echo chambers, that's the mantra. These Republicans are tone deaf. They're trying to steamroll your vote. But there is, again, nuance. Missing. And, and the reporter herself, who, who seems to double-time as a reporter for News 5 uh, as well as write for the Ohio Capital Journal, actually published reports about the amendment leading up to November 7th that, that seemed to indicate that the amendment wouldn't allow limitless abortion or late-term abortion. And it wouldn't allow minors to abort or even get gender transition care without parental involvement. But now we have lawmakers who are pushing back on the extreme aspects of the amendment. And they're doing it based on the advice of the former Solicitor General who was on this show and said, well, this would in fact allow abortion to birth for essentially any reason. And they're listening to Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost who said there's no guarantee that parents' rights to intercede in the decisions of their minor children regarding abortions and gender care. There's no guarantee that they'll maintain those rights. So I want you to think about that. The reporter who said, hey, the amendment won't allow that, it's not going to allow late-term abortion. It's not, going to, it's not going to call into question parents' rights. They're now pushing back on lawmakers who, based on qualified legal advice from an attorney general, civil rights attorneys, constitutional lawyers, and Ohio's own former solicitor general, believe that this abortion amendment does and has the ability to do what opponents feared all along. So here come the group of lawmakers who want to protect the implementation of the extreme parts and the press is criticizing them folks that's called gaslighting um, more on the other side of this break uh, we might talk a little bit more about the gaslighting. we might talk about the, the continued resolution but stay tuned you'll find out next on the Bruce Willis show Hey, welcome back into the Bruce Hooley show. I'm Jack Windsor, and uh, I'm I'm doing the slow roll for this first hour because what we're talking about is important. Yesterday, we talked about uh, the backdrop, right? The, the government and uh, the proponents of bigger government, uh, the people who are running for office, the the non-government organizations that are uh, dark money groups that are that are funding these demagogues and funding these groups that are creating panic and crisis. And um, I even showed you how it was tied to not only Black Lives Matter, burn, loot and murder in 2020 and the billions of dollars that they cost the country. But I also showed how that same group of activists is now um, involved in the Palestinian protests and the people who are funding them are also the people that funded opposition to a 60% threshold to amend Ohio's constitution and also put millions of dollars into the pot to get issue 1 passed. I want you to think about that. A progressive Marxist network is here and thriving and they're being promoted by the press. And I think it's important that we unpack this one step at a time. So that is indeed what we are doing. And I'm going to go back to this story that was um, written yesterday. It was published by the Ohio Capital Journal. More on them in, in a minute after I read you some of the story uh, because it's it's interesting. It's, it's actually stunning. The, the, the headline is some Ohio GOP lawmakers attempting to undermine democratic process after voters protect abortion. And the article starts, the decisive legalization and protection of abortion and other reproductive care access in Ohio has infuriated some fringe Ohio Republican lawmakers, so much so that they are threatening to alter the Democratic process in their favor. So when you say fringe, there was a letter written by – I think it was signed by 27 Republicans. My understanding is it would have been more but several were out of, uh, out of Columbus at the time. I think that's hardly fringe. I mean, the current speaker of the Ohio House had 22 Republicans that voted for him and the entire slate of Democrats. And he's he's speaker. And I didn't hear the press talk about how a fringe group of Republicans (laughs) elected a speaker that's more friendly to Democrats. Um, But do you see what they're doing there? I mean, it's a dog whistle, right? Fringe. Fringe. no. The fringe actually probably represents the 44 percent, nearly 44 percent, 43.37, I think, percent of Ohioans who opposed issue one. That's hardly fringe. And in fact, if the press would have done its job, we understand that 75 percent of people oppose abortion after 15 weeks. Well, guess what? This amendment will allow it well beyond that, and it would – also put at risk parents' rights to be involved in the abortion decisions of their minor children and their gender transition decisions. 75% of Americans oppose that, but Morgan Trowell wants you to think that you're in the fringe. Issue 1, the proposal to enshrine abortion access into the state constitution passed 57 to 43. Actually, it was 56.7 to 43.3, but yeah, I get rounding up and rounding down. Looks better for you. Uh, on election night, despite this large victory, State House Republicans have been mulling over ways to combat it. State Representative Jennifer Gross is seemingly leading this fight with other far right representatives, not right far right representatives Bill Dean, Republican from Xenia, Melanie Miller, Republican from my hometown, Ashland Goeros. And Beth Lear, Republican from Galena, right in this listening audience here. The the quartet is described by other Republicans as being on the extreme end of their caucus due to anti-vaccine beliefs, peddling of conspiracy theories, and disapproval of equal protection for LGBTQ plus community. I could spend the next three days talking about the absolute. Disgusting language used in that paragraph. Anti-vaccine beliefs. I was tagged anti-vaccine. My kid has all of her vaccines, but she's not getting the COVID vaccine. But if you, if you stand up against the medical industrial complex and the COVID vaccine, you're an anti vaxxer Peddling conspiracy theories. You mean like the theory that if Issue One were to pass, that it would extend abortion to birth for any reason, and it would put parental rights at risk? I mean, this reporter doesn't even have the wherewithal. To do, I'm going to stop right there because I just can't take it anymore. This reporter doesn't have the wherewithal to do two things: to to acknowledge that what Gross and other Republicans are concerned about. Let's actually let's read that first. Here's what here's what those Republicans are concerned about. Uh, let me let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, Members of the Ohio General Assembly issued a statement Wednesday in response to the passage of Issue 1 during Tuesday's general election. Unlike the language of this proposal, we want to be very clear. The vague, intentionally deceptive language of Issue 1 does not clarify the issue of life, true. Uh, Parental consent, true. Informed consent, true. Or viability, including partial birth abortion, true. But rather introduces more confusion. This initiative failed to mention a single specific law. We will do everything in our power to prevent our laws from being removed based upon perception of intent. Well, the perception of intent is the idea that this would extend abortion, right, to any length of time for any reason. But we didn't dive into that. But it, it, because if, if if the reporter gets into that, she has to acknowledge that it didn't define partial birth, birth abortion or viability or informed consent. But are you ready for this? Um, the Reproductive Health Act, I told you this was coming last week. I'm, we're going to call it the Limitless Abortion and Parental Rights Abolition Bill. Was introduced. And guess what it seeks to do? It seeks to rip down. The heartbeat bill. It seems to rip down. The 20 week abortion ban. Now keep in mind. Babies feel pain after 15 weeks. And 75% of Americans believe. That there should be restrictions on abortion after 15 weeks. This is 20 weeks. This rips that down. It also does. A lot of other things like. It it it, it takes away. Some, some criminal And in civil penalties for people uh, who create an an environment medically that makes abortions unsafe. And it seeks to alter privacy laws. Guess where we're going with that. So this reporter doesn't even have the wherewithal to tell you that what the Republicans are concerned about is actually coming to fruition. And how are you supposed to know that? Uh, By the way, here's the other thing that the reporter doesn't do. Uh, for the Ohio Capital Journal. The reporter doesn't tell you. Um, Later in the report, one of the lawmakers says that there was election interference, that money came from international sources. And the reporter says, you know what? Uh, That's unfounded. Well, the money that came from international sources, we reported in August, and it did. It came from a, a Swiss foreign national billionaire. And that billionaire's shell companies and George Soros shell companies, guess who they funded? The Ohio Capital Journal, the same news outlet, telling you right now that there's nothing to see here. Wouldn't it have made sense for the reporter to say, "This lawmaker said that there was foreign election interference, and by the way, there was you know millions of dollars given by this fund, which was seeded by a Swiss billionaire, foreign national, who even the New York Times wrote about and said uh, had broken election contribution laws in the past." No, we didn't get there, folks. I'm ringing the bell because it's time to wake up. Hey, uh, Bob France on the other side of this break. Stay tuned to the Bruce Willis Show. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head
0: of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.